0: Six times and every time I get a tear to my eye. And I'm not even a mama. <laughs> We're dismissing for children's church. Those young people eight years old and younger. dismiss for children's church. Amen. Sorry, Kenzie. Sorry, Autumn. <laughs> Y'all in for a world art. Amen. That was a bunch of kids, man. I I guess that's the least we can do for Mother's Day, right? Is unload them for for an hour? (laughs) Amen. Wow. Happy Mother's Day to you. So thankful that you're here today. But you know, probably the greatest truth that I learned from our revival services a couple of weeks ago was that I was saved to be transformed into the beautiful image of God's Son. When sin distorted God's image in me, God stepped up, stepped in, cleansed me, saved me, so that He could form Christ in me. And by turning from my sin and believing in the Lord Jesus, God now looks at me through the righteousness of His own Son and has begun forming his life in mine. And for that, I am eternally grateful. That being the case, today, I want to call your attention to yet another way that we are called to be like Christ. In a message entitled, Seven Ways to Love Your Mama. Amen. Here we go. In John chapter 19, beginning in verse 25, The Lord Jesus is hanging on the cross, and verse 25 tells us, Now there stood by the cross of Jesus his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother, and the the disciple whom he loved standing by, He said to his mother, Dear woman, behold your son. And then he said to that disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her unto his own home. What a multitude of memories Mary must have treasured in her heart over the course of the years. Think of what she recounted in her life and how she recounted the life of her precious son, Jesus. Man, wouldn't you just love to know what all happened through all of those years? I mean, I wonder what kind of boy was Jesus. I wonder what kind of teenager was Jesus. Where all did he go? What all did he do? I wish that I could have gotten a glimpse into the manger. I wish I could have followed him to school. I wish that I could have watched him play. I even wish that I could have sat behind him as he worshiped in the synagogue. I wonder what kind of brother was he? What kind of neighbor was Jesus? What kind of friend was the Lord? You know, I believe that Mary could have told us enough stories to fill a dozen libraries. But one memory that she did not treasure was the memory of her eyewitness at his crucifixion. As she stood at the foot of the cross, can you even imagine how she felt? Jesus is there on the cross bearing the weight of the sins of the whole world and yet he makes sure the son of God makes sure that his mother is cared for when he's gone. As God, Jesus is taking care of eternal matters of salvation but as a man, He's showing all of us today how important it is to take care of and to love your mama. Can I tell you that you cannot be willfully wrong with your mother and be right with God? If your mother is still alive, I pray that you will love her in these seven ways. That you will first love her verbally. For some reason, men especially think, I don't have to say I love you. You already know it. Or, I show love. I don't just say it. And friend, that might be true. But let me tell you, moms need to hear those words. They need to hear those words I love you. Children need to hear those words. I love you. Our wives need to hear those words. I love you. And let me tell you this saying it makes you a whole lot more of a man than less of a man. A man wrote to Dear Abby. Writing, 36 days after the attack on Pearl Harbor, I enlisted in the Navy and I was on my way to the Philippines. While en route, the Philippines fell to the Japanese Army and we were rerouted to Australia. 11 days after we landed, I met the most beautiful girl in the world. On our first date, I told her, I'm going to marry you someday. And 18 months later, I did. He writes, after more than 57 years of marriage and two children, my beloved Mary died five days before Christmas. And although we agreed that our ashes would be scattered on the Rocky Mountains, I just couldn't bear to part with hers. But while Mary was alive, she often told me, you just don't know how much I love you. And I would reply, likewise. But I could never bring myself to say, I love you. Now that her ashes are on my dresser, I tell her several times a day how much I love her. But it's too late. Although I did write poetry to her, I could not bring myself to say those three words that I knew she most wanted to hear. And as my dearest was dying, and in a coma, I did tell her, there aren't enough words to tell you how much I love you. A few hours later, she whispered, not enough words. And then she died. The man said, a reason I'm writing is to urge men to express their feelings express their feelings to their loved ones while they are alive I don't know why men are reluctant to share their feelings I don't know why men are afraid to express the depth of their feelings signed missing Mary in Colorado our spouses need to hear it our children need to hear it but you know what our mamas need to hear it too. I love you. Some men might say, well, you know, Brother Bill, I'm just not tuned in that way. You know what I say? Get tuned in. Some men might say, you know, saying that just kind of makes me uncomfortable. You know what I say? So be uncomfortable. Love her verbally. But also love her physically. When was the last time you gave your mama a big old hug without her asking for it? When was the last time you gave her a kiss on the cheek without her asking for it? When was the last time you gave her a shoulder rub or just sat real close to her on the couch without her asking for it? I want you to consider this. Yo mama. Say my mama. Say it again. My mama was the first person who ever really touched me. She wrapped me up in her womb for months. And then when I came out, her first priority was to hold me, was to, uh, to cuddle me, to stroke me, to rub my feet, to hold my little cheeks up to hers. To give me that finger to grasp hold of. And she did all those things in love. Including grooming me with a licked thumb. (laughs) That's why I got a cow lick, amen? My mama groomed me all the time. When I went up to my mama and said, I want some sugar. She'd say, come give me some sugar. And I'd give her a wet, sloppy, spit-filled kiss. And she'd take it and she'd even say thank you. I'd give her a bear hug so tight that she could just walk around and I'd just be hanging on her. My mama changed my diapers. She potty trained me. She held a Kleenex to my nose while I blew snot everywhere. She wiped food off my face well beyond the years when she should have had to. Amen. Amen. My mama constantly touched me. Occasionally, she even endured some extra heavy diaper changes. But still, she was swift to clean me up. Can I tell you that your mama deserves your touch? She deserves your touch, and she should never have to give it up completely. You know, whenever I visit a homebound senior, or a friend in a nursing home, I have found that what they love the most is a hug. What they love the most about my visit is when I hold their hand. Even strangers in the nursing home seem to derive great pleasure When I extend a hand and hold their hand, they're starving for that simple, innocent kind of physical love. So love your mama verbally and physically, but also love your mama patiently. Mothers have an incredible job, and you know how much pay they get for it? None. No position in the business world could ever compare with the physical, emotional, and the spiritual commitment that mamas give. I'd like to share a poem with you entitled No Occupation. She rises up at the break of day and through her tasks she races. She cooks the meals as best she may and scrubs the children's faces. While school books, lunches, and homework too all need consideration, yet the foolish man insists that she has no occupation. When breakfast dishes all are done, she makes a pudding, maybe. She cleans the rooms up one by one with one eye watching baby. A hearty dinner next she cooks, no time for relaxation, yet still the foolish man insists. That she has no occupation. Friends, let me tell you something. Don't ever make the mistake of asking a lady, do you work or stay at home? There's only one worse. And that is asking a pregnant lady or a a woman if she's pregnant when she's not. Amen? Here's the point. For all that mama does, We're often impatient with her. We're so used to her taking care of all of our needs, we get outraged when the things aren't done. Are those clothes still dirty? My shirt is still not ironed? What do you mean you're out of my favorite cookies? You know I like mac and cheese. Where is it? Young people, she's picking you up at school because you don't like riding the cheese wagon. Everybody knows what a cheese wagon is, right? And then when she's five minutes late, you throw a tantrum. Love her patiently. Love her patiently. Just because she's tender to your needs is no reason to take advantage of your mama. It's reason to be patient and love her all the more. If you're between the ages of nine and twenty-one right now, I want you to stand. Amen. Good-looking crowd. Okay, you can sit down. Reason I asked you to stand is because this one's for you. If you're listening, guys, between nine and twenty-one, say amen. Say it louder. Amen. Thank you. It's unfair. It is unfair for you to be more kind, more compassionate, and more patient with your friends than you are with your mama. If you treated your friends like you treat your mama, you would have no friends. Furthermore, if you treated their mom like you treat your mom, their mom wouldn't let their kids have anything to do with you. Love your mama patiently. She deserves better. She's not a rug for you to wipe your feet. Not a rug to wipe all your negative thoughts on. But you know, we adults can learn a lesson here too. We adults need to love our living mamas patiently. On family, our focus on the family radio, James Dobson once shared a letter from an 80-year-old woman on her birthday. She wrote, To all my children, on my upcoming birthday, I began to think along these lines. It's a good time to tell you what I really want for my birthday things that I never get enough of, yet they're all free. I want the intangibles. I'd like for you to come and sit with me and for you to be relaxed. We can talk. Or we can be silent, it matters not. I just want us to be together. I need your patience when I don't hear what you say the first time. I know how tiresome it must be to always be repeating, but sometimes I need for you to repeat. I need your patience when I think too much about my past. I need your patience with my slowness. I need your patience with my set ways. I want you to be patient with what all the years have done to me physically. Please be understanding about my personal care habits. I tend to spill things. I tend to lose things. I tend to get overly excited when I can't figure out my bank account. I can't remember what time to take my medication or if I've already taken my medication. I take too many naps, but Sometimes those naps help me pass the day. Well, there you have it. Time, patience, and understanding. These are the priceless gifts I want for my birthday. Love, Mom. Love your mama. Verbally, physically, patiently. But also, you need to love her attentively. Mothers have this uncanny ability to listen to you as you pour out your heart. She always has a sympathetic ear, and she always has. Even as an adult, you've probably gone to her, and you've you've gone to her because she's someone who really wants to listen and really wants to understand. And no matter what, mama is always on your side. The Discovery Channel had a documentary on men who were facing execution for capital crimes, and they interviewed the men and their mamas. Invariably, the moms would say, oh, he's such a good boy, and the interviewer would say, yeah, but he slaughtered 37 with an axe, and the mom would say, yeah, but he has such a good heart. no wonder we talked to mom she listens and now she's got issues and now it's your turn to be her rock it's time for you to take time to listen it's payback time but you might say but you know she's just always complaining well guess what so did you you might say, well, she's always talking about herself. Well, guess what? So did you. You might say, well, she's always asking the same question over and over and over. Guess what? So did you. In their older days, our parents have many fears. They have many anxieties. May we treat them The way we hope to be treated when we're in their shoes. So love mom verbally. Love her physically and patiently and attentively. But also, love your mama gratefully. You remember the story of the elementary science teacher that was uh, teaching on magnets? She was teaching how metal objects are attracted to the magnets And at the end of the semester, on the final exam, she had a question on that exam. And the question was this. I have six letters. I start with M. I pick things up. What am I? And over half the children wrote the same answer. You want to say it with me? Mother. Wow. Amen. (laughs) Amen. She needs a sincere thank you. And not just on Mother's Day. She needs a sincere, grateful thank you when she least expects it. Let me ask you this. How many of you by raised hand have your children and at least one parent living? Raise your hand. Raise them up high so I can see. There you go. Very good. I want to encourage you To know that you are living the best days of your life. You are living in the best time of your life because you have your children and your parents. You know, we won't always have mama. And we only have a a really a short time to influence our children. So be grateful and show that gratitude. But also, we need to love her generously. You know, there ain't nothing too good for mama. Amen? Amen? Amen. There ain't nothing too good for mama. You can never repair, but you know, we ought to die trying before she does. She didn't spend on herself until all your needs were met. <laughs> Go, girl. Seems like mamas can always do without. Now I say, it's time for us to help them with their wants. We won't always have them. But we always need to be generously giving to them. Think about what Mama did. She cleared her schedule so she could run you around to baseball practice and cheerleading practice and all other kind of practice. She gave up opportunities so that she could make opportunities for you. She gave generously. And now I have a math question for you. But you have to answer this question in a fraction. If there's 10 people at a table and there's one pie, how much does each person get? Anybody know? 10 people around the table, one pie. Answer in a fraction. Who knows it? One-tenth? You don't know your fractions, do you? Or maybe you don't know my mama. Because, see, if there's that many people around the table and there's only one pie, all of a sudden she don't want none. One-ninth is the answer. So love her and love her generously. But finally, I want to encourage you today to love her honorably. One of the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter 20 says, Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord has given you. You know, that that commandment is binding as long as your mama is living. That the husband is the head of the home, then I believe that mama is the heart. Amen? You may say, yeah, well, that may be so, but my mama wasn't honorable. But you know what? That commandment didn't say, Was she honorable? That commandment said, Was she your mama? And if she was your mama, she deserves honor. Love her that way. In closing, I wanted to share a a story with you entitled When God Created Mothers. When the good Lord created mothers, he was in his sixth day of overtime. And an angel appeared and said, Lord, you're doing a lot of fiddling around with this one. The Lord replied, have you seen the specs on this order? She has to be completely washable, yet not plastic. She's got to run on black coffee and leftovers. Can I get a testimony? She must have a kiss that can cure anything. From a broken leg to a broken heart. And that's what a mother has to have. The angel shook his head and said, what's with the six pair of hands? What is with the six pair of hands? No way. And the Lord said, it's not, it's not the six pair of hands that's the problem. It's the three pair of eyes. One pair to see through closed doors when she asked, what are you kids doing in there? Even though she already knows another pair of eyes in the back of her head that sees the things that she shouldn't, but she knows she needs to know. And then, of course, there are those ones in the front. The ones in the front that look at a child when that child goofs up and says, I understand and I love you without uttering a word. God said, I'm so close to creating something that's so close to me. Already I have one who heals Herself when she's sick She can feed a a family Of six on one pound of hamburger She can get a nine year old under the shower Not only that she can think She can both reason And compromise Finally the angel Angel bent over and, and Rubbed his finger Over the mother's cheek and looked at it and said, oops, there's a leak. I told you you were trying to put too much into this one model. And the Lord said, that's not a leak. That's a tear. And the angel said, well, what's that for? And God said, it's for joy. It's for sadness and disappointment. It's for pain and loneliness and pride. And the angel shouted out, God, you are a genius. And the Lord, with a somber look on his face, said, I didn't put it there. How about a hand for the crowning jewel of God's creation, our mothers. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Lord, help us to never be too busy for mama if you lord could take the time and have great effort for her while you're hanging on the cross dying certainly we can love mama the way you loved your mama So let's love our moms, verbally and physically, patiently and attentively and gratefully and generously, and most of all, honorably. You may have conflict with your mother. I'm telling you there's no better day than to end that conflict than today. Your mama loves you. Whether she's here or whether she's not, she loves you. And Jesus showed us how to love our moms by making sure that his mother was taken care of as he faced the cross. You may say, Bill, I don't think I have the ability. Too much has gone under the bridge, there's too much to forgive. Well, I just want you to take this opportunity to realize that the Lord forgave you, is willing to forgive you a great many things. If you've never received the forgiveness that the Lord Jesus offers you so that you can have a relationship with God, what a great day to do so. Mother's Day. The day where Christ died and was gloriously resurrected. And he honored his mother. If you've got a decision to make of any kind, if you need prayer of any kind, I pray that during this invitation, you just come forward and let's get that straight. Let me pray for you.